0: We are the podcasters of the hour. We're too sweet to be sour, but this week it's all about the girl
1: power. Yes, we're back. A day late and a dollar short, as we often do. Oh, we're I'm still always a dollar to bring short, you the results, the news, and the previews gonna be a good week
0: i think it is a good week and i think the women have definitely stepped up and they have definitely raised the bar for the men i know we talk about this a lot and i suppose it's just the way of the world right now not just in pro wrestling but everywhere that Women are, I I won't even say that they're stepping up for the first time. They're being, it's being noticed when they step up for the first time. There's been women years and years and years in the making, decades and centuries that have been stepping up, but we just don't ever talk about them. And now they're finally getting the recognition they deserve. We
1: love it. And it's awesome. And of course, we're going to be talking this week about uh, not your typical breed of wrestling women. These are top-notch powerhouse
0: this isn't your uh your grandfather's um uh, uh I, I can't think of any of the women from back in the depth just they've just all left my mind but you know um, um leilani kai all right yeah <laughs> This isn't your grandfather's Leilani Kai or...
1: You say that, but like... Or uh, Medusa or... It is like your grandfather's wrestling, though. It's just embodied by women in these women. It it truly
0: is. It truly is. I mean, we don't have... Especially not our day women, which were all of the... um, They were the divas. Let's just be honest. They were women who were models who could get on TV and they were able to put on a mud wrestling match or a evening gown match or a body paint match or, you know. That was just about it.
1: Remember when Stephanie fought Vicky Guerrero in a pool of shit?
0: I wasn't watching at the time, <laughs> but I do remember that happened. But I was I was still keen to uh some jello wrestling matches or some mud wrestling matches mm. or even the um which at the time I thought was amazing and looking back I thought was awful. The Sable hand print body paint t- top tobacco. debacle, not Tobacco. Yeah. It tobacco. was just, that's all, you say, you say debacle, I say debacle.
1: And I say tobacco.
0: That's not what the women are of today, and I guess um, since Pasty again, we'll just remind the folks that I don't think we completely forgot. We don't have sponsors as of this time going forward, so I think we should jump right into our girl power, Pasty. Yeah. And the first woman that I want you and I to just talk about a little bit is Jordan Grace.
1: Thick mama pump.
0: Ah, we love thick mama pump. We've been uh we've been singing her praises for quite a time on this show. Yes. This and woman just has this week. Well, she's before achieved. we get into that, before yeah. we get into that, okay. before we get into that, let's just let's just talk about her a little bit. She's not all just gold and glory and thickness. <laughs> she's been in Beyond Wrestling, Progress Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Eve, Shine. She's been all over the place. This woman even back in uh twenty eighteen challenged jazz yes the jazz for the nwa women's title at that time she did not win but they actually main evented the um women's wrestling revolution show at that time it was the women's wrestling revolution versus the world show and she was in the main event of that with jazz now she lost that but that's big because at the time that was one of the biggest state side that was right behind their shimmer, their shine. And then there was WWR. That was the third biggest women's only wrestling, um, promotion in the United States. And they main evented that. So she's been on, she's been on the map a short amount of time, pasty. She hasn't been on here forever.
1: You know no. what I mean? She hasn't been wrestling She's been on the map. She's been on the map. Across the board, everywhere you hear about her, you hear big things, great matches, top-notch competitor. And uh, I think that's exactly why she's the first one we're talking about in our little list here. Yeah, in fact,
0: um, she's even, and this isn't the last time, actually, this isn't the last time, but um, this isn't the first time I should say that we've talked about this. Last year, she actually made Sports Illustrated Top 10 Women Wrestlers of the Year list. Yeah. So, she's being recognized outside of the pro wrestling community for what she's doing. Super awesome. So, now, Pasty, after I rudely interrupted you, and I apologize for that, you want to explain why she's so poignant today when we're talking about her?
1: Just this week, or was it last weekend? They had a paper No, just weekend. this week. On Impact Wrestling... She defeated Taya Valkyrie to become the new knockouts champion. It's uh, been a long time coming. We've been pulling for her for the last few months as she's climbed the ladder to get to where she is today. And uh, now she's at the top. A very prestigious pile. And I wonder if uh, next she challenges for the Impact World Championship. You know, with the fact that
0: as fast as Impact's been rising back up, don't get me wrong. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna deny the fact that they backslid quite a bit. They sunk a lot, but how much they're moving up? And you look at how much the Impact Knockout Title has done for Taya Valkyrie, and made her a household name as far as at least wrestling fans. I think this is awesome. This is huge. Now, Impact has their throwback event coming up. Their TNA event which is a throwback to the days of yawn when they were TNA wrestling and everything. And Jordan Grace, everybody keeps asking her, are you going to team back up with Petey Williams and Scott Steiner? Because of course it was Scott Steiner, big pop pump, Petey Williams, Maple Leaf Muffle. And... <laughs> I'm talking like Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> we'll get into that folks. Maple Leaf Muscle and uh, thick mama pump. Jordan Grace And I was surprised with what she said, but I was super excited because she mentioned a name that I was a huge fan of and, sadly, I've completely forgotten about. And um, she's fell off the face of the earth. In fact, Jordan said that she recently retired at the beginning of last year. But Jordan Grace mentioned she would love to wrestle Hamada at the event. Hamada is a former Impact Wrestling uh, Knockouts champion and a former... New Japan, and um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the women's promotion over there. Um, Not Shine, not Shimmer. Um, Anyway, she's a a big-time Japanese wrestling uh, uh, female wrestler, and I thought that was awesome that she called out Hamada and was like, I would love to wrestle Hamada. I was like, that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it shows that she she knows her roots, you know? You got to know where you've been to know where you're going. And that's why she's at the top.
0: And, Pacey, I know where we're going. We're going over to AEW. Of course, this brand is no stranger to making news, to making people sweat, to making people uncomfortable, to making the decisions you didn't think you'd make. And just for out and out, just giving people a chance you never thought would get a chance, whether it's jungle boy or whether it's Adam page or whether it's the dark order or whether it's sunny kiss. Exactly. And one of those that most, that actually every promotion would have and has signed off other than them is Nyla Rose. We have to talk about Nyla Rose pasty.
1: Yes, indeed. As this week, I guess you don't want me to blow the load early. Blow the road. Blow the road. This week on Dynamite, she defeated Riho to become the second ever AEW women's champion and then got all up in the face of Kenny Omega, like, what you gonna do about it, boy? It was great.
0: Not only Kenny Omega, the end. In- uh-
1: it is about the entire roster. Top competitors. Yeah, the, the four
0: other women that are on AEW. Yes, we admit she's she the top of a very shallow pool, uh-huh. but she's somebody that can hopefully, and don't get me wrong, Riho also helped elevate the pool. We hope that Nyla Rose can help bring the pool up, and we hope that this pool can grow and actually bubble into a lake and onto a bay and into a sea and then perhaps an ocean as impact has done with their women's division. It would be awesome to see. And yeah, she is right now the big fish in a small pond, but that's all right because she is huh. a big fish who is in the small pond of the number two wrestling organization out there. If you go by uh, money and television, which is what I think everybody goes by pasty.
1: Yes, I I definitely think she's going to be a dominant champion for quite some time. And it'll be a world of difference for the women's division in AEW because Riho was not a lot, wasn't able to be there most weeks, which really put a damper on things. She's a great competitor, but if you can't be, you know, dedicated weekly, you know, she's too small to be Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. Yeah. And of course (laughs) she had her
0: obligations with stardom, which of course was the, the brand I couldn't think of earlier and just thought of now when you talked about Reho. So there you go. Stardom. Um, it is a shame that Nyla (laughs) Rose is, is getting the title at the same time that we've recently learned that, um, amazing Kong, awesome Kong, the Kong, whatever you want to call her may be retiring full time. She's, she's realized her body is having a hard time handling this. I would have loved to see in a series of matches between Awesome Kong and Nyla Rose. What
1: if Awesome Kong was her manager?
0: Uh, I don't think I would like that. I, I really don't think I would like that. I just, I don't think, uh, don't get me wrong, Awesome Kong is a great actress. We've seen it on Glow, so we yeah. know she's good, and we know yeah. that we have, she has the pedigree. <sighs> but I just don't want to see somebody as dominant and as menacing as her and it's somebody who, even though I know well, she's a great actress on Glow, she's never been great on the mic.
1: And, and if she's I just, talking I don't want about that. retirement, she hasn't had a, a a retirement match yet.
0: No, it would be great to see. I'm these sure. Two I'm
1: years. sure we could see Nyla get that match. It would make sense. I think. Um, I think. I know they're do pulling hurt. off of uh, the the Nightmare Collective hardcore. Like it's not a thing anymore. And it was just yep. like a snap of the fingers change, which is great because unlike which, WWE, they listen to their I give them, res-
0: Yeah, I give them, I give them respect for that. They realized it wasn't working. They cut it off. That's good. Um, I think from the beginning, you and I and anybody seen it wasn't going to work, but they gave it a shot and it didn't uh-huh. work. And that's cool. I, I like that. I'd have nothing negative against that. We do Nyla a disservice to not only mention, not only did she just win this from Riho, Um, This would have been on Wednesday, February 12th. But actually, she's been undefeated since she lost to Riho in the tournament to crown the first ever women's champion. So that means since she lost to Riho and Riho became champion, Nyla Rose has not lost a match, Pasty. And that would be an accumulation of 156 days. from October 2nd, 2019 until just this week. She has not lost. She's never lost since she faced Riho. And when they say wins and losses matter, and I will be the first to say that's not true, at least in their heavyweight division and in a lot of other things, they're proving (laughs) at least in their very shallow women's division that the woman who has never lost since she didn't get the championship Won it? I think that's a beautiful story to tell. And if you just look at just that, you're you're saying they're telling their stories perfectly, just in Mm. that one instance.
1: Yeah, and that that ranking system, it's going to take up some time to get the science down because you still have to balance out entertainment with those numbers. You know what I mean? Oh, it's something they're just going to have to dial it over time.
0: That's the issue that every wrestling company has always had. From from the beginning of time is if you want to make if you want to make it legitimate, it's hard to make it legitimate and have the entertainment value. Unless a, you're long term like planning, to walk.
1: Shit. Yeah, you have definitely to be seriously to into some long term. Like you're planning everything a year out, and at that point, <laughs> scripting needs to come into play, and then you fall apart like WWE.
0: Now, pasty. I'm gonna get Fat Mac is gonna get into a little bit of the personal issue with this, and I think most people who have listened to this know my feelings about this. I am super supportive of it's so her being a.
1: To me, that for every one positive post I read this week, I read probably fifteen <sighs> negative posts.
0: It's it's a sad, a sad but pretty authentic depiction of pro wrestling fans, pasty. You and I are few. We're we're, we're some of the few. Um, But I'm going to go out on a limb and say I am super proud of her being a trans woman. I think it's amazing. I think it's awesome. And I have no problem with her being a trans woman uh, competing in the women's division. I, I think that's awesome and should be applauded. Not only that, she represents the Native American community, and I support her full-heartedly as a Native American, as a trans woman, as a trans Native American. I think it's awesome. She represents the Oneida Nation, and I'm so proud of that. Um, I haven't watched for quite a few weeks, just because I've been super busy, but I noticed at least today, or not today, but Wednesday, when she was competing, I noticed that she had the MMIW, which is the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's Handprint, on her, what I would call a breechcloth. I don't know what they call it in wrestling, uh, but um, on her on her uniform, on her outfit. Yeah. She has, which is basically a red hand that normally goes over the face of women, but the red handprint um, she has on her breechcloth represents... All missing and murdered indigenous women that nobody looks for, cares about, or gives a damn about. They're indigenous women, and when they go missing, don't show up. Nobody cares. They're just considered gone. Fuck them. I thought that was super awesome that she represents that. She represents the nation. And I'm going to give it up to AEW. Um, I've been super excited for them before they came out. And I've been fairly critical of them since they've came out, and I still will. Yeah. But on this one alone, on this part alone, the fact that they're willing to make a trans native woman the face of their women's division, the champion, that takes balls. And there is no pun intended there, folks. That is so awesome. I stand behind Nyla. I stand behind the Oneida Nation. I stand behind MMIW. I stand behind AEW. I stand behind Cody and the Bucks and Omega and Khan and everybody that they actually put this out there and, and gave her the rub because whew, I I wasn't sure where it was going to go. I originally thought, you know, Riho is probably the best choice for the first one. But Nyla Rose had the best backstory and I was, you know, I, I had my personal opinions. Yeah. And I'm excited for this.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a very solid run, and I, I see it not ending until it's in a multiple-woman match. You know what I mean? She's going to be continue right. to be dominant. And AEW did a really good thing at the end of last year. They pulled her. They I think they, they said that she was injured or something, but they pulled her, and she hasn't been back all that long, maybe a month. Right. And, and that's good to protect the streak and not overexpose her. And, and I think that's, it's a smart thing to do and to bring her back and have her come back dominant and be the champion. I'm really looking forward to seeing what we get out of this.
0: I didn't expect it, but I was so excited when it happened.
1: Oh, I expect when they announced it last week, I'm like, yep, this is, it's time. It's go time. <laughs> it's gotta that's be
0: good. And then pasty, um uh, one of the most dominant women of literally of the, of this decade, and we've we been talked about this in our um, in our our, our beauty awards. I, I
1: gotta ask: Do you think she could be making like a subliminal statement, also with that that symbol on her outfit, because she they they pulled her, and when she came back, she had it, like she was gone, and for the most part, those people didn't care. You know what I mean? I I could I could see that.
0: I um, feel like I, did, I didn't think of it until too. you said that. But as soon as you said that, um, it, all it's I want to say statement. is, if if that's true, I hope she means it in a personal way and not a shoot way, because it's a very personal matter, not a shoot matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not Joey Ryan's penis, which I like to see, but I'm not going to make a political stand over. <laughs> Um, but if she was like, you know, I was gone and nobody gave a shit, and now I came back, I, mm. uh, yeah, I, I think that would be awesome if if that is what it is. I never thought about that, but yeah, pasty, that makes perfect sense, and I could uh, put that in there and and dig it and be all for it. Sure.
1: Yep. yep.
0: <clears throat> Ty of Valkyrie, pasty. We went went on a limb. I think most people would say, I don't know, I don't know who gave uh, awards for of the decade. I'm assuming everybody did because, you know, we're not yeah. the only people out here talking about pro wrestling. But we gave Taya Valkyrie the Woman of the Decade Award. And um, going on through this year, she's backed that up. She has been the Impact Knockouts Champion for 401 days, Pasty. That's from January 6, 2019 to February 11, 2020. Now, one thing, and I'm going to... Have to look this up for a second, but they kept going on and on, and and this caught my ear because they sounded very WWE. The announcers in Impact were going on and on about um, Taya Valkyrie being the longest modern day champion. Now sitting there thinking to myself, and I was like, God, I can't think of, of it. and they didn't specifically say women; they just said modern. I was like, well, you know, I can't really think of somebody who who has. And I've been sitting, thinking, and I was like, yeah, she she might be the longest. But I was like, 401 days, that's, you know, it's a little over a year. And today, yeah. today's age, that is huge. Mm-hmm. But I was like, God, there has to have been more. And without even looking hard, somebody who is a current champion now is a... Uh,
1: Bruno Nick Aldis, those numbers. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. But I do want to say that Nick Aldis has held the NWA title since uh October twenty first, twenty eighteen, when he won it back from Cody. So, sorry, uh No, if you're talking about women's only, then yes, she's she's easily yeah. the longest reigning, easily
1: uh, because. Is, was, so does that mean Cody is the only other person to hold the modern NWA title? Because I think Nick Aldus was the first, wasn't
0: he? Nick Aldus won it from um, uh, Tim Storm, and he won it from uh, Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. Okay. Um, so I want to say that Scrap Iron Adam Pierce had it when um, the Smashing Pumpkin bought it, and then um, Tim Storm won it, and then it went to Nick Aldus. That's how I believe that happened. I could be wrong. This isn't something we talked about pre show, so I'm just shooting off the hips here. But yeah. I believe that's how it went. I believe it went scrap iron, Adam Pierce, Tim Storm, uh Nick Aldis.
1: Those are all some fucking classic ass names. I love it.
0: Oh, that's a three
1: way. I would love to fucking watch especially Cody.
0: in like a street <laughs> fighters match. Well, you know, Cody, he, he doesn't fit in that group, but at the same time, let's say you had a street fight match with all four of them, uh-huh. Cody would hold his own, wouldn't oh, yeah.
1: he? Yeah.
0: He'd hold his own and maybe stand out.
1: I think so. he's the he's the he best has when a way he's of the, the underdog, isn't he?
0: Is he is he not the Shane McMahon of AEW where it's like he might not be the best but if you throw him a fucking special match once a year, he'll go out of his way to make him remember that match. Yeah, Not I would be say the most that funny.
1: until last year, and, and then I wouldn't want to compare anybody in a positive light to Shane McMahon, because he ruined it himself last year.
0: Well, but he also usurped Kobe Bryant because he survived a helicopter crash, <laughs> so hello! <laughs> that makes him the GOAT, right? I mean, just saying... <laughs> Oh, where are we at? Um,
2: world.
0: Taya Valkyrie. Another <laughs> another thing <laughs> that I wanted to mention. A, a huge reason that she was wrestler of the decade. She has been a women's champion in at least an upper indie promotion. So it's what in one of the big indie promotions or a major promotion since 2015. There's not been any time within there. There's been no gap where she has not been at least a women's champion in one of those. And her women's championship down in Mexico and in smaller promotions extends way beyond that. Taya Valkyrie is literally the prototype for the women's wrestler that we see nowadays, honestly. Um, Back in last year, she actually got number 15 in the uh, PWI Female 100, which is awesome. She got number five in... Sports Illustrated Top 10 Women's Wrestler of the Year, so she made it halfway there. That was actually above Jordan Grace that year. Um, She's she's an amazing wrestler. She's done so much. Her accomplishments are great. She can't be undersold, but I also want to say it's cool that this was her time to let it go, and I'm glad that she passed it on to somebody well-deserving, such as Jordan Grace.
1: Yes. And if Pasty has to make a prediction here now, Taya's dropped the strap. Her man is in WWE. And I'm assuming it's going to be Miz versus John Morrison by WrestleMania. So I'm assuming Taya Valkyrie will be with the WWE by WrestleMania.
0: How did I find out that uh, Miz and Morrison are teaming together? Oh, because of the... uh... The Saudi Arabia show. Duh. Yeah. Miz and Morrison are teaming together again. Pastey. Yes. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, just, Hey, I just found that out. I didn't, I didn't realize there was a fucking Saudi show. You were going to let us miss it. I was just <laughs> randomly looking through some shit and they were like full card for Saudi Arabia show. And I was like, what? What? I was like, "Oh, I gotta add the Saudi Arabia show to our list of shows coming up because <laughs> I didn't know that was fucking coming up."
1: Yeah, and it's gotta hit a boiling point because already in promos, like John Morrison is is listing himself as second string to the Miz. Yeah, and so you know, it's gotta, yeah, it's gotta. Do I'm something. assuming Elimination Chamber, it's gonna start up. They're probably when it's a six man it. tag. I
0: don't. I don't remember who else is in there. It. It's Morrison, Miz, and somebody else. Do you know? Happen to know? Uh. No, you don't. Okay, that's fine. All right, and then pasty. This is our girl power episode, and this week, I don't know of anything major that this woman has done, but goddamn, she got we can't...
1: bit in the back of the neck by Shayna Baszler.
0: Oh, she made Shayna Baszler. There you go, pasty. That, that's legit. She did because I heard they a lot about her that. to
1: go to the doctors, and she's was like, this "Fuck this!" If, yeah, she's like, "Fuck this!" If I'm going to the doctors, I'm driving myself, and she got in the ambulance and drove away.
0: Yeah, we got a vampire angle on, um, yeah, WWE now, which is weird, but uh, it is what it is, and it's
1: fine. But nah, it's not fine. She okay. was so much. better. <laughs> I don't want her to be a vampire on the main roster. Okay. But let's, let's <sighs> forget about Shayna Baszler,
0: who is an amazing talent, who's going to be wasted on the main oh, roster. Oh, it's going like to be so bad. And it's let's talk about somebody so who bad. hasn't been wasted in the last couple of years, who has wasted so much before, Becky Lynch. She has totally revamped women's pro wrestling for the mainstream.
1: Yes. Am I right? Yes. Truthfully, Becky Lynch is the top of the ladder in the WWE women's division.
0: Everybody thought it was going to be Charlotte, and then Ronda Rousey came in, and everybody knew, including myself, hello, that Ronda Rousey was going to be the mainstream women's wrestler, and it ended up being Becky Lynch. Yes. Very few people seen it coming. I'm not going to say nobody, but for all for everybody that says they've seen it coming, 99% of you are lying. Shut the fuck up. For as much as she was shit on, nobody's seen
1: it coming. She has but, totally um, flipped the script since becoming the man. She has.
0: She was She was made to be a face, heel, face, heel, face, heel. They did everything they could to fuck her. Yes. And she still got over it. She is, and, and I know it hurts her, it hurts her character, and it hurts her as a person, in my opinion, to be compared to Steve Austin. But she kind of is. Stunning Steve Austin in WCW was never going to be a main eventer. He went over to uh, WWE and he was the ringmaster and he was never going to be a main eventer. And he just became a main eventer. And that's what Becky Lynch did too. So we have to bust out some of her accolades within the last couple of years, especially this year. Pasty, she had the first ever main event in a women's match in WrestleMania. And she won it! Yes! Of course, that was...
1: outstanding triple threat match with charlotte flair and ronda rousey
0: she retired ronda
1: rousey if you think about it
0: (laughs) damn near did and that was a great match a very entertaining very enjoyable match basically she was also in the first ever women's royal rumble and she came in at number two Mm -hmm. came in at number two and we're not talking about a piece of shit here we're just saying that she was in there right from the get-go.
1: She also main evented the first all-women's pay-per-view in WWE.
0: Exactly, Evolution. I didn't even have that written down, but no. you're on top of that I got aren't another you?
1: one, too. Give she was to me, also the first women's wrestler to grace the cover of a WWE video game, albeit the worst WWE video game in the history of time.
0: She didn't pick the game. Let's let's put that on her let's let's give her that she didn't pick the fucking game no that is that is that is actually a huge breakthrough because you're breaking through the male-dominated wrestling world except
1: for roman reigns was on the cover with her
0: but and you're breaking through the male-dominated video game world
1: usually they just have it so you can flip the cover over and there's a different superstar there they did that for daniel Bryan with the stone cold one Right. And this one, they shoved both Becky and Roman on the cover. Becky Lynch the was The first also- ever two-superstar cover of a WWE video game. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Becky Lynch was also the first two-time women's championship holder ever, holding both Raw and SmackDown's championship, and of course giving herself the iconic nickname of two-belt Becky. We love that. Yes. And Pasty, as of now, she is the longest reigning Rob women's champion at three hundred and three days and counting. Which, by the way, until is she coming, loses it
1: to Shayna Baszler.
0: Well, it's coming up on Tie of four hundred and one days. So if we're it even is. talking about just women wrestlers, if uh if Becking can hold it for another hundred days as of today, all of these numbers, I, I updated them today, folks, so that we had a legit count. All of these numbers as are as of today, so uh, we'll see what happens. Anyways, it is so awesome, Pacey, that when you and I grew up, we grew up not only not having any women wrestlers to look back on as heroes, we didn't have any women wrestlers that were competing that we could actually look on and look forward to seeing other than... To maybe catch a chubby, <laughs>
1: am i right uh, yeah you truly truly it is it is the best time f- for women's wrestling, and it's it's great you know w w e can tote this women's revolution and then not fully follow into it, but the revolution right. is happening everywhere it is, and that's what it's all about and now. For a seizure.
0: The Midnight Express versus the Rock and Roll Express Puss Midgets and Girls. They were uh, almost like a side so side
1: This has been the worst teeth life of my life. Um <laughs> The worst teeth life of my life
0: <laughs> um, are you okay? Hot wax dinner, honey, what do you say? I got a brand new record. I got to play. She says, Not now, boy, but I did anyway, because I'm ready. The fuck are we talking about?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted to know what we had a best of last week? There you go. <laughs> this is the worst teeth life of my life.
0: The worst teeth life. <laughs> I've had some bad teeth life, Pacey. But goddamn, until today, this was the worst teeth life. Uh, I, I don't even I know what that. I that he blames out. his
1: teeth for his mistalking. Like, it's all their fault. God damn it, Fucking teeth! teeth, you always get in the way. I I could speak so
0: much better if I didn't have all these teeth in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wacky old Bruce Richard. You know...
1: I think that's one of of my favorite ones to date. That's I was going to
0: say out of all of our token JRs, I think Bruce Prichard just raised the fucking bar for old Jr. Because that one, even old Conrad couldn't help it. You know, Conrad just like fuck, (laughs) he busts out laughing and he's like, he just says, you know what? This is why we couldn't do it last week. He was this bad last week. oh
1: that's great
0: that was a good one that was a fun one i enjoyed that one pasty
1: and now for the first time ever 35 minutes into the show it's time for this week in pro wrestling history
0: yes and pasty and this week in pro wrestling history on february 12th 2006 not horribly long ago, another current one pasty christian cage wins his first ever and dare i say long overdue World Heavyweight Championship, defeating NWA champion Jeff Jarrett in the main event of TNA's Against All Odds pay-per-view to become NWA World Heavyweight Champion, thus beginning the reign of Captain Charisma. Yes. Now, that wasn't the only match that was on the card that night, although I would have tuned in just for that. Also... Other notable matches were uh, the Naturals, which was Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens that nobody remembers, defeating two people everybody knows about nowadays by the name of Austin Aries and Roderick Strong.
1: That's a hell of a team.
0: We also had a four-way that seen Jay Lethal defeat Matt Bentley, Alex Shelley, and Petey Williams.
1: Yeah, they all sound like pretty boys ripe for the beating.
0: We had a tag team match that seen the James gang. Pacey, you might remember these two guys. Remember BG James and Kip James? No. Oh, well, you might remember them by their names of Road Dog and Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws in WWE. That's better. All right. They defeated the original. I remember Chuck and Billy. <laughs> they defeated the original Latin American exchange, Homicide and Machete. This was before Hernandez and before the new LAX obviously.
1: Can we get a Chuck and Billy reunion in AEW please? With, I would like, be all right with that. You could be have honest. some like shit with Sonny Kiss and it would be good.
0: What is Chuck Palumbo doing nowadays I wonder? I,
1: I don't know. Not wrestling. I'm sure he'd be pretty cheap at this point. <laughs> That's true. He was pretty cheap back then, basically. <laughs> let's be honest.
0: Uh, we also seen Rhino defeat the Monster Abyss in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Yes, we had our we had Samoa Joe defeat AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels in a three way match to retain the TNA X Division Championship in a rematch from their Untouched Classic to this day. And in the main event, basically, we are. The first one was better. Oh, 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 oh! One of the best matches ever. I was going to say I want to watch this,
1: but now I don't want to watch this. No,
0: well, this this is good. (laughs) Um, but um, because my mind is working slow today, as everybody has already told uh, seen, I'll tell you. I'll tell you which one you need to watch. Uh, but then, uh, right before the main event that we had talked about earlier, we had Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon, defeat Team Canada composed of Bobby Roode and Eric Young with Coach Diamore. Yes, folks, that's the same Scott D'Amore, who is currently Co-Executive VP of Impact Wrestling. We just talked about his other Co-Executive VP of Impact Wrestling cyrus the virus who is also don callis um uh just a couple weeks ago on the ecw this week in pro wrestling history
1: wow making wow, waves wow 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 we wow, wow. speaking of wow wow, wow about new japan pro wrestling's new beginning in osaka
0: yeah um I'm not going to lie, Pasty, I watched half of it, I didn't watch the other half of it.
1: I didn't watch most of it, but I watched the important bits. You watched half of it, you didn't watch the other half of it. I I didn't, I I don't know. Okay. I watched what I watched the first Um, day and then I jumped around (laughs) from there.
0: Oh, there you go. So, um, I I don't know where you started.
1: I know Uh, where I started. Kota Ibushi in Taiguchi, Japan versus the Bul Club. That's where I started. Bulu Kulu. Clay. So first of all
0: then let's uh so let's just just, just bust it out. Started out with the eight man tag match, Yuji Nagata, Manabu Nakashi, Tenkozi, which is Hiroyoshi Tenzen and Satoshi Kojima. Defeating Taguchi Japan, pasty that was comprised of Ryusuke Taguchi uh, Tao, and Payback's a
1: bitch, isn't it, Fat Mac? Tamoki
0: Hanma and Togi Makabe.
1: It's <laughs> all pro, does it, pasty? Yes. Starting this off strong for Fat Mac at one to zero. One to zero. How about that XFL? Mmm, it's been fun. One
0: to zero.
1: <laughs> Then we had the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, Roppongi 3K. 3K! showing we Defending and retaining. And they had Rocky Romero at ringside. Whoop, whoop. That's why they won and defeated Suzuki Gun. Represented by Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado. They call me Desperado.
0: Uh, I did not watch this, Pacey. No,
1: that didn't happen. But they won anyway, which gave us each a point. We like it.
0: Then we came into an eight-man tag match. Following that, we had Kota Ibushi teaming with Taguchi Japan. Of course, Taguchi Japan was represented by Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, David Finley, and Juice Robinson. Finjuice. Juice! Fin juice. And they beat the Bullet Club, and the Bullet Club was represented by Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, Tangaloa, and Tama Tonga of the Gorillas of Destiny.
1: David Finley is so fast. Uh, he's... He is
0: remarkably fast considering when you watch his dad, you know, his dad's (laughs) style. Yeah. And then you watch his style. He does not wrestle like his father. Like you look, watch Brian Pillman Jr. And Brian Pillman. And you're like, Oh shit. Brian Pillman Jr. He based his Matt, his wrestling off of his dad. Mm -hmm. You watch these two guys and you're like, fuck no.
1: (laughs) I think he did what I did. And that's base. Everything you want to be off of the opposite of what your father is.
0: He might have, and I could see, you know, I could see Dave Fit Finley being a horrible father. And
1: <laughs> I'll go on record saying that day. he
0: used to beat his kid and smoked crack and was was a horrible human being. I remember the one time that he got caught beat, beating a puppy to death, beating a puppy to death with a crack pipe. It was sad, <laughs> it's and like it's it true. This is all true, folks. You can believe me. It's true.
1: <laughs>
0: Up next, pasty.
1: What do we got? Uh, we had a tag team match seeing chaos, represented by Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada, defeating Suzuki Goon, represented by Zack Saber Jr. and Tai Chi. Oh,
0: A.C. I watched this.
1: This was good. This was damn good. I don't like oh, those white the- boys,
0: but I was gonna, okay. You don't like the white boys, I love all seeing them against each
1: other in this sense, like who's the better white boy? It was good,
0: and you know what I think it's it, it, I think it would surprise a lot of folks including myself how quickly this turned into a outside the ring brawl yeah yep you look at these four people and you don't think of brawling outside of the ring, but damn right away, bam mm-hmm.
1: It we also got,
0: we got the obligatory um, Zack Sabre Jr. Osprey sequence of reversals, submissions, and feats of strengths, which was really badass. Which some people hate and some people love. I still to this day love it. We also had Okada hitting a tombstone on Tai Chi, and then he missed the Rainmaker to where he ran into Zack Sabre Jr. But. Okada came back, hit the Rainmaker on tai Chi, got the three count. A really solid, super fun match. This could have been the best match of the night on a lot of other cards. Yeah. Um, and but then then after like for the,
1: them, the night was just beginning. That's true.
0: But <laughs> well, we also had a really good post-match follow-up where Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr., they uh they kind of exchanged some words to hype their match at the Rev Pro event coming up in New England, which was awesome. And we have seen Osprey grab the British heavyweight title and taunt Zack Saber yeah. Jr. and I'm the better
1: white boy. He said, "That's
0: ex. Oh, that's what he said.
1: That's what he said." I was like, "Wow, he said it."
0: I thought he'd say Gaijin, but he said white boy. I was like, "Wow," I couldn't believe it. I, I heard I heard Honky thrown in there somewhere. Yeah. I think I heard somebody in the in the stands yell What shishu? Okay. <laughs> I heard a What? shishu I don't know where it came from. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, but that that was uh that was good. And they both that was good. stepped
1: on out of there. Next
0: up, Pasty, we had the only match that was just a single one on one, no fancy pants involved, nothing. We had Jay White taking on Sonata
1: yes and i didn't watch this one
0: but you won this one
1: i did to i get really... my second point as you've been uh, consecutively doing well up until now
0: i um they're they're really pushing this sonata losing angle enough to where i'm worried it's going to end up like um impact wrestling and sonata's going to become a bitch i'm scared i'm scared i'm worried about my boy pasty i really am
1: well, maybe he can take some time off and reset, you know.
0: Um, Jay taunted Sonata right away at the beginning, um, but Sonata wasn't having none of that shit. Came right at him with it, with it, and the match. Pacey. They told the story that Jay couldn't get the best of Sonata in a fair one-on-one competition. That's what the the announcers were putting out. That's what the ref was putting out. That's what these two guys are putting out. It was pretty awesome. And Jay would get the upper hand, but again, it was when he was playing dirty. He was pulling hair. He was using ghetto. He was doing these underhanded tactics. So I liked where it was going, and I really thought it was moving towards Sonata winning because Jay kept getting a little bit over doing something sneaky, a little bit over. And I was like, all right, Sonata's going to. Come up from above. Um, they had a really fucked up botch that was scary from the top rope, and it landed snot on his head. Oof. Scared the fuck out of They're me. They're good at both that over there, though. They are, and both performers recovered right away, so there was nothing major, at least at the moment. Um, Jay White hit a bunch of suplexes, including he busted out a regalplex pasty, which I, which I marked out for. I don't know how often he uses it, but in pay-per-views, I don't remember seeing it a lot, so I was like, that's cool. But he didn't win with that. He followed up with a Blade Runner and got the win. I wish he would have won with the Regalplex. I would have marked for that. (laughs) That would have been cool. Uh, But a good story. I like that they told a story, and um, unlike a lot of uh, the Switchblades' previous bouts, I mean, Snotter really pushed him all the way, but Jay proved that he could do this seemingly without Bullet Club interference. Of course, we had Ghetto in there a little bit and all that, but for the most part, at the end, he did it all on his own. Uh, But I did notice that the commentary is pushing that Sonata has not won a singles match for six months now. So something's going on with the Sonata angle. I'm not wrong with that. I just don't know where they're going with it. I don't Hmm. know where they're going.
1: Maybe he joins... The Dark Order. Or the Bullet Club. The Dark Order. Okay. They're picking up losers, remember?
0: They are. They are losers, baby. So why don't you kill me?
1: Uh, Christopher Daniels seems to be heading in that direction, too.
0: I think it's too obvious. He's the fallen angel. It's Uh the Dark Order. And all of the, like... I'm, I'm going to go check on them. Like, He's I think it's the foil to objects. cover
1: for the fact that it's either Air, uh, Luke Harper or, or Matt Hardy. Yeah,
0: exactly. If but it ends I up still being think him, he
1: could be in it, you know what I mean?
0: If it ends up being him, I'm going to be disappointed unless they do something clever. Because it's too obvious at this point, right? Uh-huh. Like, like, obviously, spoiler alert for earlier, next in the show or later in the show, Matt Hardy's like your golden ticket, right? Like that's what we think it is.
1: Yeah, until you think about Matt Hardy and NWA, and that would be a better choice.
0: Again, spoilers, but yeah. But... <laughs> God, Matt Hardy isn't isn't it amazing that Matt Hardy just fits anywhere you want to put except him, except for WWE. Yeah, Matt Hardy and Impact Wrestling would just be fucking. <laughs> but you know, if you put Matt Hardy over in New Japan, I mean, he just he'd just get in. You know, but if you if you did Matt Hardy over in Evolve. We could really see him bring up the younger. You know, if we had, if we had Matt Hardy on Shimmer Wrestling, I know he's not a woman, but come on,
1: come on, Matt Hardy. <laughs> Anywhere but WWE, really.
0: Basically. Uh,
1: no, him and PCO hey. and Ring of Honor. Oh, <laughs> you can do some stuff.
0: <laughs> well, we're in New Japan, pasty. What do we got in New Japan here?
1: Uh, we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Hiromu Takahashi retaining over Ryu Dragon Lee. Holy shit. This one, oh my
0: god! I was just going to tell you this could be one of the best matches. It was one of, of the year. only
1: ones you didn't message me about, so I was like, I can skip that one then.
0: Oh, you need to go back and. <laughs> oh, pasty. This is the second best match. This is... I don't know. There's three best matches of the night. It's difficult. <laughs> but this one, you cannot miss this. They're all three different. That's the thats yeah. the hard part. How do you yeah. gauge matches that are so different? That's where you got to start getting into just feeling, emotion, you and You need artistic. to have New Japan
1: match categories, and they just all um, are rated in those categories.
0: So I'll bust this out, Pasty. I'll just tell you what I got here. Within 15 seconds of the match... We had three German suplexes and a shit ton of fucking strikes that just sent both men to the mat. I'm just going to tell you right now. The audience, the Japanese audience that can be quite quiet at times, just blowing up. It's insane. Dragon Lee hits a brutal drop kick to Takashi's face in the corner. Just sick. Just crazy he followed that up with a wild hurricane from the apron to the outside and I was worried that Taka- Takahashi w- hurt his neck. It was like watching a very elegant and artistic car crash. Like it's a car crash that somebody planned out. Like I feel like the, the crash test dummies were there. And they were just like this is how we're going to do this. And see how it comes out. Mm-hmm. It was wild. They didn't slow down for a second. Um, We had, we seen Ryu put on one of the most suicidal, basically I'm going to, I'm going to read you what I wrote. Okay. I like to do that when it's something that's really good. Mm. Ryu positioned Takahashi on the guardrail and performed the most suicidal dive since La Parka (laughs) 2. similar oh, to the famous God. spot he performed with Will Ospreay last year. That's, that's legitimate. That's what I wrote. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it's too soon, but that's legitimately what I wrote down as I'm watching it. It's oh, like, holy no. shit. That's, su- that's suicidal as shit. If it's any more suicidal, he's dead. Um, We've seen a double stomp from the top rope to the outside, mm. which is just sick. A belly to belly suplex off the apron to the floor, a Harumu bomb um, from the top to the outside. Jesus, it's you, basically you got to watch. I'm sa- I'm sad. You- I'm sorry I didn't push you to watch this one. I should have because it was so awesome. The end came. Um, oh, what? Uh, somehow we got a reversal into a Canadian destroyer. And got a second Canadian destroyer. And then Takahashi won with two time bombs and a pin. And then two Canadian destroyers, two time bombs, and a pin. It's it's let's 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 be honest, it's the definition of too many finishes, and I'll agree with that. One of any of those should be a finish. I love it. But this was an exciting, riveting, crazy, fun match from start to finish. These two guys, holy, you got to watch this
1: one, Pacey. You got to watch this. You got to watch it. I'm going to go back and watch it right after we get done, son. I'm going to go to sleep after we get done.
0: But you know what? You do what you do.
1: What do we got next?
0: We got the IWGB United States Championship Match. one Eye Mox. Versus
1: Minoru Suzuki. Jesus Christ, this wasn't even a hardcore match, Fat Mac. And it was
0: a hardcore match.
1: It was nuts. <laughs> I there mean, was PVC barricades.
0: <laughs> this is probably the most hardcore, not hardcore match I've seen in a long time. Why was
1: there PVC barricades? Why was there? We don't know. There PVC barricades.
0: But we know that these two guys, every time they went to hit each other, they fucking hit each other. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Naito or and 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 Suzuki not even like moving when Moxley's hitting him with elbows in the face. No, not like, even selling not it. Know, no they, flinch. He, just he, standing there like a wall.
0: Yeah, he's straight up telling Moxley, dude, if you want me to sell this, <laughs> you have to fucking hit me. I don't. I don't. I don't play wrestle here. You wanna fucking you want it to look good? Hit me, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. And they're hitting the shit out of each other. Yeah. Every move. Like I yeah. don't I don't know what to emphasize. I don't know. Well the, there's a lot of slapping
1: too. The forearms, there's a lot of playful slapping. slapping.
0: There is, there is, but at the same time, it's the kind of playful slapping that would knock you and me on our asses. And they had right?
1: to hit each other in the faces pretty hard because they had to swell Moxley's eye up after the eye patch came off.
0: Oh I know, it's like a half point for me, right, Pacey? <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> you didn't need it. Uh, Spoilers. Oh, it's almost right? a um, clean sweep in this one.
0: This this was just... Suzuki was like a man possessed. Yeah. Remember when uh, uh, um, uh, power bombed him through a table and Suzuki got up and he smiled. <laughs> and he smiled at him just, just sick-like. And then he started fucking stabbing himself with a piece of table that had broken, <laughs> and it's like, I love it's it's great because I was talking to somebody, uh, I was talking to a coworker of mine who knows, who knows, American wrestling, what I call WWE plus. You know what I mean? Like he knows WWE, and then he knows what other people talk about the other stuff, but he doesn't necessarily watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was telling him and I was like, I was like, you know, he's, uh, Suzuki just, uh, he threw him down and Suzuki just started stabbing himself <laughs> with it, with the table. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, Moxley kind of just, uh, went after him, and I was like, no, no, no. He was stabbing himself with the table. I was like, Minoru Suzuki, and he's like, oh, because Mockley's like a hardcore wrestler. I was like, no, no, this wasn't a hardcore match. I was like, Minoru Suzuki, I was like, do you know who Minoru Suzuki is? And he's like, oh, not really. And I was like, I can't really explain this match until you watch Minoru, just Google right. Minoru Suzuki and anything and see what it is. It's like, I can't, I can't explain to you I can explain to you that Minoru, to Minoru Suzuki, I think he thinks wrestling is real.
1: It I is think when like, he's in the ring, that's the.
0: Yeah, that's, it, it's it's hard strikes, it's blood, it's I know the the the, the ending <laughs> is predetermined, but I think he really thinks you're supposed to hurt people,
1: yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, uh, just a really good match. Lots of blood. It, it's what you expect. I I think, I'm pretty sure, Pacey, didn't I message you and say something like, this could be a hardcore match of the year yeah. and it isn't even it's a hardcore not even match? not a hardcore match. Yeah, yeah. I, I stand behind that. I'm like, wow, this is, obviously this pay-per-view can't hold a candle to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Rank. Wow. Nothing S-rank. can. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But. The fact that, like, I watched this and I was like, this is one of the best hardcore matches I've watched. And I was like, you know why it is? It's because they're not trying to make it look like a hardcore match. They're not using random, just just random utensils. And they're not going outside of the ring to do it. And they're not doing random things to do it. When he breaks a table, he's he's doing it for a purpose. When he's stabbing his head, he's doing it for a purpose when they're hitting each other full force, they're not hitting them with their fists. They're hitting them with their forearms because that's a real wrestling move, but they're hitting them so hard that it hits like a fist because they want them to feel it. It's like everything they're doing is hardcore. It just Mm -hmm. isn't what we consider hardcore. They're hard hits with a more
1: padded part of the body. It's like boxing gloves.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah which by the way are the worst things that ever ever happened to boxing and that's a different story. <laughs> Don't need to get into that on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> uh I, I can't help but just recommend this. Uh, let me say this. After the match that um that uh Zack Sabre Jr. or, or that uh, Sonata uh blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Hold on, let me take a breath. I'm talking like Bruce Pritchard yeah, here. Yeah, I know, again. I was just
1: about to hit play again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After the match that Hiromu Takahashi and Ray, Plus, Ryu Lee had, I didn't were, think uh, that these guys would even stand a chance. Science. And they were comparable. Not going to say better, I'm going to say comparable. Again, two completely different matches, so it's hard to say. But that's what I'm going to say.
1: Oh, yeah. No, this was a fun watch. And then we had the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships on the line as Tetsuya Naito defended his gold versus the Bullet Club's Kenta. Kenta! Dude, this was your typical... New Japan made event. In this the is, best way.
0: When when I sit there and say I watched Takahashi versus Rilu <laughs> I'm just gonna just call me Bruce Pritchard going forward, alright, teeth. Every time you wow. hit a wow. mistake, I, I hit
1: play for a few seconds. I think <laughs> you should.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um every, you know, I watched that and then I watched Moxley and Suzuki, and I'm like, nothing can get better. And duh, we get Tetsuya, naito and Kenta. And holy shit on this match! Holy Ugh. shit! Holy shit on this match! Ugh. Wow,
1: Jesus Christ, I can't wait for part two and three. There better be a part two and three. Oh, there's
0: Finna be, we know it. Because, come on, Tatsuyo has to lose one of those titles. Yeah. he He's not going to lose them both, and I hope he doesn't. And I don't want them to merge them because there's other titles they could get rid of before the Intercontinental
1: easily. Yeah.
0: So I want him to lose one. And actually, surprisingly, I think it would be good for him to lose the IWGP before the Intercontinental just because you don't see it coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that'd be cool for him to actually lose that one first. But yeah. That I can means... see
1: there be some stipulation. Like maybe, maybe Naito wins twice. And then Kenta's like, no, I get another one. And Naito's like, Oh, you only get a shot at one of them or something. Right. Know. And he ends up winning the IWGP heavyweight championship. Or what if it's like a ladder match and they both climb up the ladder and each one grabs the championship. Oh, that would
0: be badass, pasty. Yeah. I like that. Oh shit.
1: I'm I think, excited think that's the way that you go. Match now. There's a part three for you.
0: Wow. I'm super excited for that <laughs> match, Pasty. <baby>. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but besides that, uh, first of all, right off the bat, Kenta got heat on this one. He kept rolling out of the ring. We love it. Of course, they kicked the uh, Bullet Club out right off the bat. They were like, get the fuck out of here. Tetsuya naido came out by himself. Kenta came out with the whole Bullet Club. We get it. Um, what else did we have? Um, Switchblade Jay White did end up coming out, but then we had Bushi come in, <clears throat> made the save. Hiromu Takahashi, after his hard-hitting fucking wild match, he came out, got one of the biggest pops of the fucking night when he came out there, whooped the shit out of Jay White, took him out to the back, we loved that. Kenta ended up uh, exposing the turnbuckles, putting Naito headfirst into there. Naito did a, oh, I don't think it's the hard way, but I think he did a really shitty blade job.
1: Yeah.
0: He, anyways, he bled to fuck. <laughs> like he bled like he shouldn't have bled.
1: Yeah, Ric Flair wow. Ric Flair style.
0: Ric Flair bleeding, exactly. It was, it I was. it the big ass one
1: right here, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it looked good to us watching, but when you're watching just as somebody who's trying to follow the you don't uh, need to do that. the art of it, it's like, holy mm. shit. Ah, we don't think that wasn't meant to happen. Anyways, <laughs> through all that, Naito still picked up the win. It was awesome. But to end the show, Naito got on the mic and called out Hiromu Tagahashi. And he challenged him to a match on the 48th anniversary show and Takahashi accepted so uh, holy so shit good. naito's a very um a very slow-paced in the ring mat wrestling psychology based wrestler takahashi's a very high octane off the top rope and the outside kind of wrestler this is going to be a fun match yeah. it's either going to be really great or really bad, or in the middle, and that's oh, what if Naito wins that.
1: the junior heavyweight championship?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now they're they're billing it as champion versus champion, but they're not literally saying champion say versus champion. Simp. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it, they're, they're saying champion versus champion, but they're not saying that all the, the championships are on the line. So I'm not sure what's happening with it. <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm excited for it. This, ma- this, this pay-per-view, really, really just, I loved it. I got very little negative to say about it. Other than I will say that New Japan, I, and I don't know how to do this going forward, Pacy. New, New Japan gives me reason to not want to watch the first half. Now, I almost see that as a positive, because WWE sometimes will put, like, some of the best matches right away and then shitty matches for the next four and then give you main events. And it's almost like, hey, let us decide. Do we want to see all the wrestlers or do we want to see what matters to us? Yeah. Um, It's hard to grade matches when I only want to watch half of it. But I don't want to watch any WWE. I want to watch all of Impact. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I give it an A. I look at it as this. The matches I watched were every single one was an A plus or above. And if I know anything about New Japan's eight-man tag matches, they're enjoyable to watch. So I'm giving it an A. I don't know. I don't know what we need to do going forward to try to compensate for some of this. Yeah. But that's what I'm
1: giving it. Fuck anybody who has a disagreement. <laughs> From what I saw, I'm right there on the board with you.
0: Just an average
1: A? Yeah. If anything, maybe I'd say because I didn't see, you know, half of it, drop it to a B plus, but maybe that's not fair to the rest of the card either.
0: Yeah, that's just assuming that the rest of it were all bad. Well, I know it's if like, I would have well, watched
1: the whole thing, I would have been entertained. But, by the time I got into the meat and potatoes of it, it was fucking AEW day. So, it's like, shit, I gotta watch all this other stuff now. And I'm still trying to get back and watch the, the Jimmy Havoc barbed wire rope match. Right.
0: So, what, what did you put as the uh, best match of the night, do you think, of what you watched?
1: You know, I paid the most attention to Moxley Suzuki. And so I want to say that, but it was all really good.
0: All right, I, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that because, like I said, the three matches that are in contendership for the best are easily the Takahashi, game. Lee, Moxley, Suzuki, and Naido Kenta, uh-huh. and all three of them are a hundred percent different types of pro wrestling matches. It's almost, what did you want to watch at that time? What were you feeling at that time? Mm. I mean, you, there isn't a real answer. So, we'll, we'll go with uh, US for you.
1: Us. Because it isn't. Is my they were, favorite. All,
0: all three of those matches are, are completely different. Not even close to the same. You know? Yeah. So, how do you do that?
1: All right. Um, it was a good time. It was the best but times, you know what that it means? It is time for us to get into this week's super tiny short edition of the Savage Sentinel. It's a savage and we're time, even going to cut the theme song short right there for you folks, too, to make the point. Yeah. Good Coming point. in at the top, Ring of Honor announced that the Women of Honor title is changing to the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship A tournament is going to decide a new champion and will start at Quest for Gold on April 24th. Eight first-round matches will go down at the show. Participants have yet to be announced. The original title also crowned a champion through a tournament, which was Sumi Sakai, back in April of 2018 at Supercard of Honor. Kelly Klein was the last Women of Honor champion but parted ways with the company at the end of the year. Other women to hold this title in its short lifespan were Mayu Iwatani and Angelina Love. It's looking good. I like Women's World Championship. It sounds right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it works. I mean, obviously, they have their own Women of Honor show, but I think it's... You know, women. It it just makes them a world champion. It puts them on equal footing. It's okay. Mm
1: -hmm. And again, this is a fairly new title. Really, isn't it? That's exactly what
0: it is. And by the way, we don't have this on the news, but let's just say it right now. We've talked about again. We've never had this on the news because there's never been a real news story about it. But so many people have talked about it. You and I have talked about it on the show, off the show. Around and, the show. Um, yeah, around the show. Exactly. We we're around in everything. Hmm. Um, but again, they've come out and said they've come out and said that they are not removing women's from any of the championships in WWE. That was just something that people started talking about mm-hmm. and they just Becky they said brought one up,
1: thing and everybody blew the fuck
0: up. Yeah, basically Triple H has said and I I agree with this. He said, you know, when it comes out there and they say it's going to be a women's championship match, and they show the picture of the women's championship, and then it literally says in font, women's championship match. You don't really have to say that. You can just say, oh, Becky Lynch is defending her championship against. Mm. So it was never like we're eliminating the word women's from it. So I, I think it's a good point to just put that in there. Let's dispel the rumors. They're not eliminating the word women's from anything. They're just saying that you don't specifically have to say it every time you mention it. Okay, good. Let's go. <laughs> uh, MLW announced they have signed a content agreement with Webedia to broadcast their flagship series, MLW Fusion Pasty, One of our favorites.
1: Yes, Indeed
0: began airing on web media monday
1: at 2100 hours paris time if if 21 how uh, uh, who, ha, i gotta hit play on yeah, myself Bruce oh, baby. the worst <laughs> the worst teeth life of my life <laughs> exactly as if 2100 hours wasn't confusing enough try doing that with paris time
0: yes um um Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the streaming platform will continue to air first-run episodes each Monday night at 2100 following.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's good. They deserve to grow. They deserve to get out there.
0: It feels like every day we're talking more, more about Web media does not sound
1: like a television channel.
0: I, no, it, I don't think it is. I think it's it, actually I know it's service. a streaming yeah, it's a streaming service. But let's is be it a honest page
1: streaming service. Because it's already I, it, on YouTube.
0: That I don't know, <laughs> but well, we know that it's on YouTube in France
1: though. So. Yeah. Remember
0: there are yeah. different you know, there's hey, look at it this way. Studio Ghibli, um all of their movies are in every country on Netflix except for the United States, and Japan. Yeah. Like you cocksuckers. But that's because um, Disney owns the rights to them in those countries, so...
1: And I can't watch my Doctor Who in America anymore because the British are dicks.
0: Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, very few people, especially globally, are using cable. It's mostly all streaming. Huh. Uh, but it see, it just seems like every week we hear more and more about M- MLW expanding, and I'm just so excited about it. I feel oh, like good. I feel like they're the little guys that are just gonna come and burst up, and they might always be third place, but I feel like they're just always going to be third place. Like you know, ECW came up between '95 and '99, and they were huh. third place. That's four years. You need a third place, range.
1: otherwise what happens to everybody behind that?
0: Well, exactly. And ECW, it's like that was a short period of time that they were third place. I just feel like MLW is just always going to be there. And they're like, you know what? We're always going to be your third place. Yeah. If For people like Fat Mac who aren't going to watch WWE, we're here for you. For people who don't want to put up with AEW's indecisiveness, we're here for you. For people who don't want to put up with Impact's backstage bullshit, we're here for you. For people who want a little better production value than NWA, we're here for you. Like, they just always seem like they're just they're just right there, right? They're just, yeah. they're the Bernie Sanders of pro wrestling. <laughs> they're just there for you. They're not the best option. But no, they're there for not you. Not even
1: close. No,
0: but they're there Probably for you. Probably the
1: third best option, to be honest. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Isn't that what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> it's a third place option for you. It's a, they're just there for you. Uh, uh We're past Buttigieg that. judge is uh, our
1: only hope. I'm stopping there. There you go. Okay, good for you. Uh, Basie,
0: <laughs> bust out our... Uh, why don't you bust out a little cum, baby?
1: Yes, I will come and then I will go. Just like you often do.
0: I feel sorry for Panda on Valentine's Day.
1: (laughs) Well, she had to work last night, so she was the one who was going.
0: And yet you still kept coming while I was talking to you on the phone, and it was pretty <laughs> awkward, my friend.
1: Well, that's the only way I can get off, dude. It's This has been a long time. It was time. already that you
0: wanted to talk to me, but it was the fact that you actually FaceTimed me and we were looking at
1: each other. That I felt <laughs> was awkward.
0: And I didn't well, think nothing of it until you started. You didn't have to
1: answer. I can always use your Facebook profile.
0: It was, but it was. It really stares
1: back into my eyes just fine.
0: Really pasty. It was when you said, can you put on the Barney mask? And I was just like, really? The purple
1: dinosaur? And you're like, no. yeah. And it's like, no. Okay. It was Barney Gumble." Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought it was Barney Fife. Barney Fife, Fife. yes. <laughs> exactly. You that. Thank I God. got that Don Knotts fetish. You well, really, what you, you
0: got <laughs> here, Pacey. I want you to take her cock and put it right into my big hole. Can I the produce? Mouth is open.
1: I want to produce what? that genre of porn.
0: I want like to bounce <laughs> back against the chair and like a slap, and a slap, and a slap. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? I don't know what to do. I gotta. Look. My balls is coming up in my pants is, Oh, I gotta get a new little stitching coming. I don't wanna get a new pants and you did it to me, pasty. I was just trying to, oh, 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 on your balls. And, oh.
1: You know somewhere there's a Threes Company porn and, and there's a Don Knotts character in it.
0: I love the fact that you know that uh, Don Knotts is from both Reese Company and Andy Griffith.
1: Oh yeah, no, I, I, and all those no, movies. Cool. Come on, the Fantastic, uh, the Ghost of Mister Chicken, uh, the one where he I'm was just, a fish. I'm just saying uh, that's the cool. One with the most, horse. Most
0: folks don't even know that.
1: <laughs> I love Don
0: Knotts. Most folks don't even know who the fuck Don Knotts is. <laughs> I guess. So. Wow, I'm telling you. <laughs> What happened now? Okay, I think we're somewhere. Uh, oh God! Yeah. It's just coming
1: and going! The sequel to the porn would also have um, a, a character portraying Ernest, like Ernest, scared stupid. Yeah, They'd be double teaming. <laughs> Get some of this meak.
0: Well, I'm gonna give you some of that meak. <laughs> oh tell man! Tell something, Ernest. I got me a little stash of that, uh, uh me yak that all heard right. that the trolls were looking for. For those over, of you who have been arose
1: and aroused to your pinnacle, it's time to ruin that all for you because Simone Johnson <laughs> has reported to the WWE Performance Center to begin her official training, according to WWE.com. She looks very much like her father and it terrifies me in the pants.
0: Basically, we shouldn't we shouldn't base them on how they look physically in their face.
1: She's gotta do really good in the ring to get past that hurdle for me because right now I'm confused. Charlotte Charlotte did it. Until you see her out of her costume is just fine.
0: (laughs) But Simone, you know that Simone's gonna look the exact same. (laughs) Yeah, no. No, She's...
1: She's going to look even more like her dad with her clothes off. I
0: don't think so. I think if they can make Charlotte look like Charlotte looks, Simone's looking just fine. (laughs) That is the biggest thing right now. And I got to do
1: something about those eyebrows, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I saw her and I like passed out for a second. Linda honey Linda listen you can't deny I'm coming from a place of truth here I know you're trying to lean onto that side but whew.
0: I'm not denying I'm not denying what you say is the, the popular observance of her no I'm not denying that but I'm saying if let me put it this way if she is as charismatic as her father is, I will look past that
1: now again, it let's put be, it this way. Don't you think that would just make it even more weird?
0: Well, but let's put it this way: her father grew up in a time where in-ring talent wasn't important, and he has never, 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 never been good in the ring. The Rock see sucks. The Rock do as, a Canadian destroyer? A no, you don't, because we've seen Ricky Martin do it, and it's
1: sad. It's <laughs> horrible. But yeah, so the let, rock wouldn't need that much her. help. He'd use wires from Hollywood.
0: I'd be cool if she would. If she's if she's good, she's good. Let's let her be good,
1: Peyton. Yeah, I'm hoping she is good. It just it's, okay, it's We'll
0: finish the story. What it hurts do you, what my do you brain how much you she looks. Got, that's the story. It hurts my brain, brain how much she looks like in. her dad. That's the talk whole story. Talk about the fucking story.
1: <laughs> Ryan, you in a to talk gruff. about the
0: story?
1: Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet claims Johnson has been training at the Performance Center on a part-time basis for the past few months. Simone, who turned 17 in August, has no past pro wrestling experience. None. None. And is currently attending high school. None. Oh, boy. None. Oh, yeah. And she's the daughter None. of, obviously, obvious. the spitting image of Dwayne The Rock Johnson with air.
0: You know what? In the Women's Championship at WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> the Rock took to Instagram with words of encouragement for the first fourth-generation wrestler signed to WWE. Dreams ain't just for dreamers, Rock wrote. Congrats to my number one-born Simone Johnson on officially signing her wrestling contract with WWE NXT. And on her way to becoming the first ever fourth generation WWE athlete, carry our family name proudly, but your road will always be yours to create. Earn and own. So proud. Live your dream. Take care of those eyebrows. Let's work. <laughs> Some See, even this- her dad thinks she needs to do something about the eyebrows.
0: Right right now, Basty. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I don't often do here, and I'm gonna say that wrestling is very much about how you look. Not a hundred percent. No. And anybody who's amazing in the ring should excel and rise to the top. But yes. I will say people like Jordan Grace. I mean, this is our whole episode: Jordan Grace, Nyla Rose, Ty Valkyrie, Becky yeah. Lynch. They may not be what you expect to see, but they're they're very, very, very. At least in my eyes, uh, I'm attracted to them. They're very attractive. I'm not gonna lie, basically. this woman does not look very attractive. No.
1: See, I think, I think she personal. feels like she's going to come personal. slide right into that lane of the not your, your, your typical wrestling women, but really good. But she's fresh out of high school and is like, you know, I remember my dreams back then and how much I followed, you know, but I just don't know. See, I'm getting to the point where there's so many like multiple generation wrestlers out there that I don't really care about. This is that Vince McMahon project that we had talked about with superstars breeding the next generation. No, we had, a whole,
0: we had a whole fucking video about this. In fact, we had a. Uh, we lost a correspondent who actually went undercover <laughs> in that whole debacle. If you go back
1: to our. Uh, what? The best of the first year? There is clip of that in there. Uh, but. <laughs> I, I,
0: I do want to say. I just. I feel like. I. I. I Pacey. I, I. don't even. I don't even have the right words. I'm. Mean, I'm like Bruce Pritchering it on here. Like. She. Are you okay? She's doing everything wrong she's doing everything wrong and uh. it and it's probably not her it's probably Vince McMahon. oh we got the x amount uh generation you know of this and um, i just
1: isn't it weird that they're taking her with no experience and fresh like still in high school
0: did they not realize? Did they not learn from Rocky when he first came in? Mm-hmm. He came in as the son of Rocky Johnson, and he was a baby face. He went he was to college happy and, and did and, football oh, first. Though, oh, I'm doing this and oh, <clears throat>
1: yeah, he was tag team champions with his dad. <laughs> tag
0: team champions with his dad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did you get that? No, he wasn't.
1: I saw something about that recently.
0: Oh, he wasn't Rocky Johnson and Rock were never tag team champions.
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: No, I know they weren't. But This is the second time today I've had to tell you I know they're not. What are you? What are you looking at, Pacey? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs>
0: if you look they're at anything other than into the
1: Hall of Fame for it,
0: <laughs> 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 that wouldn't right. If you're looking at anything other than Beef Six Podcast, it's just wrong.
1: Did you get it? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. Okay. Either that or the... It doesn't matter because his dad introduced him into the ring right off the bat. Which well, I didn't know happened dad. back then. I get it, but it's like, fuck.
2: fuck.
0: His wrestler dad showed him that wrestling existed and he let him watch the TV show. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, we're moving on. I mean, his dad wasn't that great in the first place. Didn't you hear what Vince
1: had to say at his funeral? Okay.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, you just fucking took me off my game. You son of a bitch! bitch. That was good. I I almost had you. I was almost moving on. (laughs) That was good. Woo, give me a second. And I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Audrey Smith-Pasty. Yes. Audrey smith made in history this week when she was signed as WWE's first full-time African-American female referee. Yes. Girl power. That's what we're talking about. This whole episode is about girl power. The company released a video showing the moment. Canyon
1: semen again. (laughs) Two weeks in a row.
0: (laughs) Give this guy the
1: 24-7 championship. He
0: was officially hired. (laughs) She said, quote, this is the greatest moment of my life. Having this platform as a female, as a female of color especially, is a really... Uh, is an honor is really an honor <laughs> has <laughs> wwe
1: had an african-american ref ever
0: and i'm so thankful this has been given this moment oh shut the fuck up pasty you're just
1: horrible no it's a serious question um hello teddy long play a play a play a play, a, play he was a, a ref he was a no that's how he fucking started
0: you dipshit win that's the way before he was a fucking
1: general manager you (laughs) asshole why didn't they make earl hebner general manager then (laughs) i don't remember teddy long being a a referee maybe it was before i watched a whole
0: lot i don't know he was always a referee teddy long ain't black as well as many other african-american men what do we got next? Oh my god, what's going on? I feel like I feel like we're on something to wrestle with Bruce Prichard. We can't just bullshit our way through shit. Nobody knows who we are, Pasty. We actually have to give them shit to talk about.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, those
0: guys can just blather all they want.
1: Jorge Pauly will make his NXT debut at Saturday's live event in Fort Pierce, Florida. Bali, formerly known as El Hijo de Fantasma in Mexico, and King Guerno in Lucha Underground, will be teaming with Raul Mendoza at Saturday's event. They appeared in a video to announce their debut with Bali, saying, "Finally, the prestige in Mexico's greatest export, Alberto Del Rio. That's that's no. what they always called him." another one. Jorge Bali, and you can call us Tequila because we're going to knock you out. This Saturday, Fort Pierce. Yes. Pretty sweet.
0: No, it's actually pretty badass. King uh, Old Elf. El Hijo del Fantasmo and King Guerno is quite a big deal south of the border. So, it's pretty badass that NXT actually signed him. Now, from what we've already talked about today and what we're going to talk about in the future, what does that mean going forward? You almost worry about the people getting signed to NXT now. It used to be that... You were so happy when people were assigned to NXT. Remember when both... Um,
1: but then you just realized there was a ladder to the main roster.
0: Well, remember when, when both El Generico and Kenta were signed to NXT? Yeah. And
1: was
0: badass. And yep. then they had a match on NXT TakeOver. That and was it was pretty
1: much of, right I, when I started I, watching NXT. Yeah, it was
0: like, one of like, the best matches ever in American television. And now, when you look at El Generico or Sami Zayn, what the fuck is he doing? He's a manager now. He isn't even wrestling.
1: Yeah. And then you look at... I think he's going to probably wrestle again soon. I think it's uh, supposed to be a slow burn. Let's be honest.
0: He's not going to be what he was in NXT. No. They won't let him. And you look at Kenta, and he's obviously gone and become a main... Wow, he's a fucking main eventer already. It's like, holy shit. It's hard to be excited when somebody like... Sami Zayn and AEW would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: 100%. MLW might be sweeter, though.
0: But it's just hard when you look at El Hijo del Fantasma getting signed to yeah. NXT. Nowadays,
1: it's hard to be I mean, excited. He's he's a name though. He's well known. He
0: is. But what's gonna happen? Now you go, you does make does the money, good.
1: and you be happy with making the money, even though you sit at a couch.
0: It's like you're on NXT, and you hope that you don't get picked up by the main roster. It's yeah. Sad.
1: Or worse, catch a couple injuries. Yeah. Then you'll never do anything.
0: Yeah, it's... You might end up having to work for fucking ROH, pasty.
1: Yeah. Tell us about it.
0: Well, even at ROH, at ROH Free Enterprise, though, Shane Taylor revealed that he signed a new contract with the Ring of Honor. Good for him. In a tweet, Taylor let us in on the conditions of his re-signing. And according to him, he claims every demand met pen to paper done partnership between ring of honor and Shane Taylor promotions. Isn't going to end anytime soon. He also claims highest single per fight deal three. Don't know what that means. (laughs) Guaranteed six man title shot. Highest. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> guaranteed six man title shot and he tagged Quan and Moses which are a little uh a bit of nobodies who uh aren't doing anything so it's an interesting he's claiming a uh, three man tag uh, tag team with Quan and Moses that's cool because these are literal nobodies who Shane Taylor will definitely give the rub to that's awesome mhm and apparently, to, according to him, he's a guaranteed world title shot. Also, so Shane Taylor staying with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. They are uh, they're struggling. They're treading water, as we mentioned every time. They're coming back, but it's are locking, the flesh people, down. I yeah, feel locking people down. Yeah, they're They're not going anywhere. No way. I feel happy.
1: For sure. LA Park Jr., youngest son of LA Park and brother of El e. LA Park will soon debut for Major League Wrestling. The belief he isn't contracted to MLW, instead making a per appearance deal, which seems to be the hot new thing for the rising stars on the scene. I think it's the best way. Just verbal contracts and, and, and agreements. Because then you can really go anywhere anytime you want
0: Do what you want Make yeah. an end for yourself and make some money
1: Yes Because the company has publicity It has publicity publicly, publicly stated They trying to actively sign deals With Triple. I'm sorry this is bad grammar in the writing
0: <laughs> that, no, Don't blame it on the fucking writing The writing is spiffy because well, the company has publicly stated again. they
1: trying to actively sign deals with AAA stars but are yeah, not pursuing exactly. any stateside contracts with AAA talents. <laughs>
0: Don't blame it on the writing. Instead, All continuing right, to Richard. book AAA talents
1: as well <laughs> as independent lucha talents from Mexico. Take from that statement what you will. <laughs> yeah. The worst teeth life.
0: Of my life oh we love teeth life <laughs> <clears throat> um so th- this is just cool that la park jr is joining his his uh his dad and his brother i mean that's badass yeah that's how many how many three well it's not three generations <laughs> it's two generations well, the rock got a many... fourth <laughs> so he it does. ain't that
1: big of a deal but
0: does he have himself and two kids teaming together? Like if they can make a triple, don't forget that MLW has a. a I always uh, three wanted man Rikishi and the Usos. Title. They have a three-man tag title there. Like want... they could end up taking that. Rikishi That's kind of badass, Uso. isn't it? Yeah,
1: that would be a badass match, though. The Parks versus Rikishi and the Usos. That'd I don't. Well, I don't think it would. No. Fine. Not fine. Tell us about Kathy Kelly.
0: Kathy Kelly chose Valentine's Day of all days to break up.
1: I broke up some good on Valentine's Day.
0: In fact, Kathy took to Instagram
1: today,
0: and that'd be yesterday, which we were supposed to record, and announced that Sunday's TakeOver Portland will be her last day with the WWE. She wrote, quote, I've typed out and deleted this about 20 times over the past few days. Still unsure what to write. I have come to the decision to leave WWE with, with Sunday's NXT TakeOver being my last day. If you know me, you know this was more than a job. You know how much I loved it and how much and how difficult this decision was. But sometimes, in order to have room to grow, you have to step away. Thank you to Stephanie McMahon for being a mentor and inspiration in every way. Thank you to Triple H for heading up the best wrestling show currently on TV and letting me be a part of it. I'm not sure yet where my next chapter will take me, but I am damn excited for it. And I promise this isn't a goodbye, it's just a see you later.
1: Insert Love that CK. GIF of of the camera zooming up on Cody Rhodes' ear.
0: <laughs> I'd hope they wouldn't buy Kathy Kelly. I didn't like her when she was in WWE. Uh,
1: I mean, it's an announcer. Not even an announcer, an interviewer, yeah, backstage but they got, interviewer. It but they
0: got good interviewers. and
1: Yeah. Ah, yeah. they don't need her. Yeah.
0: She's gonna she's gonna go into low the, budget movies. The, the problem is the backstage
1: do. interviewers, all they are is your divas of yesterday, basically. You know what I mean? Or divas of tomorrow. Yeah, but they won't be because that's not the direction the business is headed. <clears throat> but yeah. According to a new report from Ryan Satin of her wrestling sheet, Matt Hardy is done with WWE. They did an injury angle on Raw that saw Randy Orton take out Matt Hardy after he confronted the Viper about attacking Edge. And he also, like, made the whole, like, storyline, real-life love angle pointless because he's like, yeah, it happened, but we had so many good matches. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It is speculated that did this angle to write Matt off TV as his contract expires on Sunday, March 1st. A Twitter exchange has caused some speculation as to what may happen next for Hardy. After Matt tagged PCO, mentoring how much respect he has for PCO, The Perfect Creation tweeted back, Thanks to Matt Hardy Brand, who broke through the darkness of creativity and enlightenment, created so much positivity into our industry. Say the word. PCO, the Ring of Honor World Champion, with his creator, D. Destro, versus Matt Hardy, the match that will pop the entire world. Matt responded with a gif that said, Thank you, PCO. That preposition sounds positively delightful. Delightful. Gif. PCO responded, I remember not too long ago when I was interviewed by Bully Ray on Busted Open Radio. And they asked me, who? 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 I can't do this by myself. Who? I'm doing it with you. <laughs> PCO could draw stupid money with etc. for the Ring of Honor World title. And I said, I don't know, but it will happen organically. Hashtag delete. Hashtag PCO monster mania. Adding to the enigmatic nature of the broken mind of the Elder Hardy, Matt tweeted a goodbye message to his fans after Raw and linked them to the latest Free the Delete episode on YouTube, which includes a possible teaser on him being the exalted one for the Dark Order and AEW.
0: It's like, holy shit. I think think at this point
1: he should. He should be everywhere right now. He should leave WWE and then just become everywhere else. Wouldn't that be awesome? He's the thing that ties all these companies together with yeah,
0: his own ridiculous
1: I world. Yes,
0: <coughs> and with uh, with Jeff still being in WWE, he'd still technically have a tether there also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. <clears throat> we we've all said. From the beginning, he just WWE is not the place for him. He no. needs to be better where his talents can be utilized.
1: It sucks though too because it would be a great time with the Fiend and everything. It would be a great time for Broken Matt to be. Doing it it would be theoretically,
0: WWE. but not. Vince but McMahon. then again, yeah, they don't
1: need him because because Bray Wyatt is the Lake of Reincarnation.
0: Well, and because they're gonna. Barry, Brew White, and nothing's going to ever no, happen with him. No, they're not. Oh, shut up. Nothing's going to happen with him. He's a mid-carter, and he's never to You're a mid-carter. I'm, I'm a main eventer, and speaking yeah, of AEW, Jeff Cobb made a surprise debut at the end of this week's Dynamite Pasty.
1: Yes, he did.
0: After the reaction, he left Moxie laying with the tour of the islands. No, I missed. I missed something on there. Okay, uh, pasty screwed it all up.
1: They you want to? You want to uh, hit like it? Side <laughs> so. Speaking of the AEW, Jeff Cobb later made a surprise debut. Oh no! I meant I the goddamn. Oh, I did. A long okay. time ago, <laughs> after the oh main yeah. event, Jericho dropped Moxley so and called Cobb out to the ring. Mister Ethier came out to a huge up. reaction, left Moxley laying with fucking... the tour of the island. Oh my God! Cobb celebrated you shut with the up, inner circle PhD. to end the show. The former monster, Matt Matt, 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 is not currently signed to AEW contract, at least according to PW Insider. The current Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling star remains a free agent as of now. And it was noted that Cobb's appearance on Dynamite was not a sign that AEW was working a relationship with Ring of Honor or New Japan Pro Wrestling. Cobb was booking directly by AEW and is free to work anywhere he wants. There's no word yet on if Cobb is looking to sign with AEW or any other promotion soon. But like I said, this is the way the cookie crumbles. And this is the way I think a, a, a rising star should exist in the wrestling world. Be at all the major events, doing all the major things. Make a monster out of yourself. And Jeff Cobb is looking to do just that. Back to you, Fat Mac. hello 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 Don't know what's going on, folks. This is riveting content. (coughs) So let's get on into this week's injury report. NWA World Women's Champion Thunder Rosa was involved in a hit-and-run accident on Wednesday. La Mermera took to Twitter to announce she is selling some of her in-ring gear to raise money to fix damages to her car from the accident. She wrote, hey guys, yesterday I was involved in a hit-and-run accident to raise money to fix my car. I'm selling different gears. DM me or email me at thunderrosa22 at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. The unstoppable woman became the first ever Mexican-born wrestler ever. She was the first ever Mexican-born wrestler to win the NWA World Women's title in January by defeating Allison Kaye. Rosa appears to be physically unharmed coming out of the hit and run. So that's good. I'm glad Thunder Rosa's okay. She's making some big name for herself in this wild wrestling world we live in. Are you still not there?
0: I'm there, but if you're just going to talk over me, just fucking do the whole thing by yourself, Loke. You don't need me. I don't know. Or do you want me to say the next one? Go. Okay, because you shit all over me on the last one I tried to talk about. Everybody wanted me to hear it. Wanted to hear me say it, and you're just fucking shitting on me, and you won't fucking let me say it. You talked right over me. I don't know what the deal was. What was that about, Pasty?
1: You started reading things that weren't even there. And then we're lost. And so I was like, "Well, well, let's just pick it up and get it done. And then I tried
0: to read the fucking shit that I wrote.
1: And we're recording.
0: And you talked over it. What the fuck? We don't know. All right. We're into the predictions then.
1: No, the last injury report.
0: Nope. Apparently not, according to you. Well, NXT TakeOver Portland show, Predictions. NXT North American Championship. Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Who you got, pasty? Uh,
1: well, you first.
0: I gotta go with Keith Lee. He's on a roll now. I don't see them slowing down on him. Um, they are really behind Dominic, but I gotta get behind Keith Lee and I think he can hold it off for a while. I think he's going to hold it until WrestleMania-ish. It's weird right now with NXT because we used to be able to, uh, base them off of the major WWE shows. Now they're not doing that. So now NXT is their own shows, but I'm going to pick Keith Lee holding it on for a little while
1: and I think Keith Lee's kind of been poking his nose around the main roster and I feel like he's going to be on the main roster by Wrestlemania and Dominic Dijakovic has put on some of the best matches Keith Lee has had with Keith Lee in NXT so it would be logical for him to win it so I'm going with Dijakovic
0: now we got a street fight this is a long build-up between Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Of course, Dakota Kai used to be the sweet little... Uh, the Bailey clone, most people would call her. And you'd almost think she got sick of being called that, turned on Tegan Knox. These two have a great rivalry going, but I think, uh, I think Dakota Kai keeps knocking down the old Knox in this street fight. I think... I think this, this could walk away as, as amazing as it sounds as a women's match. This could not go away as the match of the night.
1: Yeah, I think These it's going to be a solid one. I'm right there in the same boat with you with Dakota Kai. Uh, it just makes sense. She's on a hot streak right now, and she's taken off as a heel. Put her over. Keep that burn going. Then we have the NXT championship match, seeing Adam Cole taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Of course, Cole being the champion. Who do you got?
0: You know, it's hard for me to go against the uh, Undisputed Era every now and then I have to do it, but it's almost impossible for me to go against Adam Cole. Baby, I'm going baby all the way.
1: I love Adam Cole as a champion, but Ciampa's time was cut off too soon. I really want to see him hold it again, so I got to go with Daddy's Home. We can dig it.
0: Um, Speaking of Undisputed Era, NXT Tag Team Championship match. Undisputed Era, of course, represented by Red Dragon taking on Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn, the makeshift tag team that seems to be making moves. What'd you got old pasty?
1: Oh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn are just a great team. (laughs) I don't know how, but they are. And I think they're going to be taking some gold home. You going with them? Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: it's hard to argue that I'm going broserweights because they have the charisma, they have the in-ring ability, they have the physicality, they have they have almost everything you want in a tag team. Yeah. It's hard for me to go against Red Dragon, for sure, but wow, <laughs> these guys got it all.
1: Yep, they didn't win the Dusty Rhodes Classic for nothing. That's the way I'm looking at it.
0: Too right. Too right, pasty. And
1: then we have Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano, and what it should be a great, great time. <laughs> it
0: Should be two of the best in ring performers. Um, this one's gonna, This one's this one's really going to show us what this NXT is about because, make no bones about it, this NXT is a different NXT than. Pasty and I started with. This is yeah. not the old, all uh, the up and comers who are, you know, came out of the the indies and are making it. This is not what it is. You look at Gargano, Finn Balor, both of these guys have been here for years. This is going to be a WWE match. Well, it, it might be. It might be a WWE match. It might be an NXT. That, that's what I'm most interested in. They're here. Is both this NXT calibered.
1: Be- competitors. Correct. Even, even but what Paller will they let them do? on the main roster big time.
0: Correct. But what will they let them do now that they are USA owned individuals? It'll be interesting. This is what I think will be interesting to see. I'm going, uh, Johnny wrestling, Johnny Gargano.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Either way. I think the, the winner of this is going to be the next to challenge for the NXT championship. And in the off chance, see, if Chompa does win the championship, I want Gargano to win, to be next. But in the off chance, Cole keeps it. I think Balor is the perfect competitor for him. So I got to go with Balor, even though it's against what I picked in the first place.
0: I can dig it. And we got the NXT Women's Championship, which may end up closing the show, pasty. Yes,
1: and deservingly so.
0: We got Rhea Ripley, who is the current champion, taking on the EST of NXT, Bianca Belair, and her long-flowing
1: hair. This is going to be a good one. I'm really excited. Uh, I got to go with Rhea, though. She hasn't had the championship that long, and she is a dominant force. I expect her to have a, a better 10 year by the end of her reign than Shayna Baszler did. So that's where I sit. You know, I agree, and I agree
0: regrettably because I think Bianca Belair deserves it and should have it. She's great. It.
1: She is great, but yeah. she's going to go think... to the main roster and be main roster.
0: I don't think she will. I think she'll turn. I don't think she'll be nothing on the main roster. But I do think Rhea Ripley is keeping it tonight. I'm going Rhea Ripley as well. I suppose we have to have a tiebreaker, Pacey.
1: Yeah. I'll let you pick on this one if you want.
0: Okay, so does Charlotte Flair show up to accept Ripley's challenge for WrestleMania? I'm going to say uh, Charlotte Flair is is a little too – she's too good for NXT. She isn't going to show up on this ragtag show just to accept Rhea Ripley's challenge. So I'm going to say no. She doesn't show up.
1: You she got does, yes, Basie? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with yes. I think it's likely. Now, if she yeah. shows up via satellite on the TitanTron – do you still get the point?
0: no you get the point. she showed up she said something all right i don't I don't think she gives nXt the even the thought you know <clears throat> what I mean
1: so Ripley is gonna have to pursue it some more to get it at WrestleMania if that's what she wants.
0: And I think that helps build Ripley even yeah. better and yeah. stronger as a character to to show up on non-NXT programming and, to maybe pursue it.
1: And how great of an angle for a champion to chase somebody they want to compete against at WrestleMania. That's 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 a cool angle in itself.
0: No, I agree.
1: I think this is going to be a very solid show, and I can't wait to watch it. NXT TakeOver finally hits Sunday nights, just like it's always deserved to be.
0: Oh, it should have been.
1: Uh, it's nice, and we don't have to watch WWE the day after. Unless you watch Raw, that's that's on you. That's true. <laughs> Not on us. <laughs> Well, with that said, that is our show for this week. Girl power in full effect. Rock
0: on. It It was a really good week to be pro wrestling fans. I think so. With as very little news as there was, there was a lot of good things happening that should be newsworthy that other people don't think are. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and we're more than happy to shed some light for you guys. Even if you don't get it anywhere else, you can always count on Beefsticks Podcast to bring you what we love about professional wrestling. Yes. And with that said, I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week. Girl power! Woo! Robots in disguise. I don't know. <laughs> Boom. Shaboom. And then I don't hear you, but I just got to flip this back. Uh, Wait, no, I got to have... Wait. I didn't close it, so I should still hear you.